My name is Rick, the host of Real People USA, and the goal of Real People USA is to showcase America's finest individuals and small business owners. We also support political candidates who want that extra boost through podcast interviews to show their constituents that their campaigns care about uh, communities before, during, and after elections. Real People USA is a pro-capitalism platform which advocates for more Americans to embrace the free enterprise system, which is one of the top sources for our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Today's Real People USA guest is Ruben Young, running for Congress in Florida District 23 against Debbie Wasserman Schultz in the Miami-Dade Broward area. And again, this is District uh, 23, and this is for the 2022 election. Today's podcast guest features one of the five agenda items Ruben supports in his run for the Florida District 23 congressional seat, which Ruben has a great chance to win if there is no cheating like in the 2020 election. Ruben has extensive experience in Miami area politics that takes him back to the 1980s. Ruben is a walkaway Democrat and eagerly voted for Donald Trump. Ruben has always fought for the American dream. Born on June 16, 1961, Young served in the United States Army in 1980. He was assigned to the Ronald Reagan Inauguration Committee and was invited to the White House in 1981 by President Reagan. Young has a five-point mission statement to serve District 23, which is, number one, be a strong advocate for small business owners, two, support parents and children receiving a quality education, three, keeping communities safe, prosperous, and full of opportunity for everyone. Number four, Ruben is committed to the unadulterated U.S. Constitution and the rule of law. And finally, number five, Ruben wants to restore the election process so every legal vote counts. Today, we want to specifically focus on small business owners who generate about 90% of the gross domestic product or GDP. I just want to also add that nearly half of the nation's workforce, 49.2%, are employed by small businesses. This amounts to about 120 million people. And this is from the uh, chamberofcommerce.org small business statistics website. When people say, what is the most frequent reason for small business failure? When the owners of failed small businesses are surveyed, almost half of them claim that the lack of funds resulted in the failure of their business. In these cases, not enough money was coming in for them to pay employees or deal with other expenses. Following inadequate funding, poor planning and bad management were the next most common issues to blame for small business failure. And again, this source is the chamberofcommerce.org small business statistics. And in 2020, the federal government's and local municipalities' clumsy overreaction to COVID-19 positive cases severely harmed small business owners. Often, big corporations stayed open and attracted large crowds, crowds which posed a higher likelihood of infection than small business owners. I am the founder of Real People USA podcast. I am a small business owner in California, providing support to small business owners 
in the USA and around the world. So I have an intimate connection to Ruben's message in his run for Congress as it relates to small business owners. Ruben has been a small business owner too, and I believe Ruben's message about this one topic should be the deciding factor for everyone in Florida District uh, 23 to vote for Ruben Young for Congress. So meaning if you are a small business owner, an employee, a recipient of government services, a retired person, and an immigrant, whether you are illegal or illegal, everyone should want small business owners to succeed without massive government interference, excessive regulation, or burdensome taxes. Now, I just want to let you know that was a long introduction. So without further delay, I want to welcome Ruben Young, Florida District 23, running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz back to the Real People USA podcast. Ruben, how are you doing this morning? Uh, hello, Rick. I'm glad to be back. Uh, that was a uh, thank you for the intro. We definitely have a lot to talk about today. Yes, and thank you for coming back. I know your five point mission statement uh, to help uh, District 23 um, overcome the, the heavy handedness you know, of, of Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her inability to take uh, the North Miami Dade uh, uh, Broward area to the finish line with success is on the top of your list. So I have, a, I have a, a few questions to ask you. And again, thank you for your time. Why is being a strong supporter of small business owners first on your list of the five agenda items? Thank you, Rick. But first, let me ask you a few questions. When was the last time you heard a Democrat, specifically Debbie Wasserman Schultz, express small business ownership as a top concern. Let me ask you another question. During the 2020 and part 21 pandemic, why did Debbie Wasserman Schultz do uh, help accelerate the reopening of Miami-Dade and Broward County small business? Why did she do that? I mean, that's a question I want you to answer, Rick. Why or what did Debbie do? Let me put it this way. What did Debbie do to accelerate the reopening of Miami-Dade County and Broward County small businesses? Number three, it makes you another question. Why is it that Democrats as a political party rarely talk about economic freedom, capitalism, or private sector job growth? Why? Let me ask you one more question, Rick. Why does it appear that Democrats like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, uh, Alexander, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, Newsom, uh, Michigan Governor uh, uh, Gretchen Whit Whitmer, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Illinois, Washington State Governor Jay Inslee, or Oregon Governor Kate Brown, and many of Pacific City Council members all felt zero empathy for small business owners like hairstylists, nail salons, Uber drivers, dentists, restaurant owners, bar owners, etc. I would tell you why, Rick, they never cared about small business owners. And during this pandemic, small business owners will be sacrificial lambs to harm the U.S. economy. Here is what I've been told by small business owners over the last six months, Rick. Licensed hairstylists used to make a decent living from around 500 to 8 
$100 per week on an average. Many went to $0 because they could not, they couldn't meet, they couldn't meet with their clients in their shops. Providing hair services cannot be performed on Zoom. You saw what happened to the hair salon owners in your area of San Francisco when Nancy Pelosi used her political influence to get her hair done without a mask. Breaking her own social distancing guidelines, she demanded everyone else to follow. The San Francisco owner, uh, Erica Kios, had to move her business out of San Francisco because she was getting threats from wacko Californians. Uh, then, then, then it goes on, the restaurants. Here in South Florida also took a financial beating. Restaurant owners took up 90%, took a 90% drop in restaurant business, only to try to hang on with drive up services or using delivery service to get their food items to the public. Many small businesses are wrecked. Many small business owners took zero salaries so their workers could bring home a paycheck. Interesting, interesting, Ruben. That's interesting, man. So, okay, so so you and I both know Democrats are business haters uh, to the nth degree. But here's my question to you, Ruben. Why should employees vote for you when it seems you are on the side of small business owners? Because you know Democrats have sown disharmony, resentment, and envy between employers and employees. Uh, that's a great question. That's a great question, Rick. Although it is mostly, mostly true that small business owners have the superior position in the employee, employer-employee structure, many employees still have dreams for their families. They want to own homes, take vacations, send their kids to institutions of higher learning. Employees want to save money for a rainy day. They want to drive nice cars. Many employees, Rick, many employees have a sense of self-worth, they want to get up in the morning uh, to put in a good day's work for pay. Democrats have painted a picture of small business owners to be heartless. Business owners such as dentists understand they, that they cannot meet their patients at the reception desk, collect the insurance information, take the x-rays due to the dental hygiene prep work, and perform the root canals. The dentist doing all that work, all the work by being able to see three patients per day, Rick, three patients per day, and she will be extremely stressed, stressed and fatigued by 6 p.m. Now, instead, the dentist has to look at the numbers of dentist patients she expects to have over a six to 12 month period, Rick, a six to 12 month period, and high staff so that she can uh, pay them without laying them off and make some money as a dental professional who went probably eight to 10 years in school to become a dentist. Now, if the economy is not growing, dentists cannot find people who can afford intermediate to complex dental treatment. Dentists do not work for, for free. Dentists face a growing crisis under the Biden-Harris administration, Rick, with their plans of higher taxes, more regulations, and American, American in unpredictable employment situation. When people are uncertain about their job situation, they tend not to spend money unless they are absolutely sure they have some spend. That's what's okay, going that's, on, that's a great, that's a, that's a, that's a great uh, answer. 
Um, and I do agree with that as a small business owner. Um, so Democrats will not like what you said because they believe every worker should make enough money to buy a Mercedes Benz, regardless if the dentist makes a profit. Uh, they believe that they should make uh, uh, well above what the, what the market says is a good salary because Democrats are trying to, for the most part, make employers pay this enormous amount of money, even though the business cannot afford it. I personally believe that no Democrat should ever be responsible for any element of the U.S. economy. Now, here's my next question, Ruben. Democrats say small business owners who support Republicans are against people on welfare. Democrats uh, claim that Republican economic policies hurt the poor because Republicans favor lower taxes. What do you say to people about your support for small business owners who may be on government assistance? Rick, <laughs> wow, Rick, where do you come up with these questions? Uh, but let me ask, let me start saying to you again uh, that with, I can answer these things with a little common sense that would appeal to most people on government assistance. You can't please everyone, but hopefully people on government assistance will see how successful, uh, how success is spread around. Rick, that do you know that the phrase trickle-down uh, economics or trickle-down economy was made up by Democrats who just can't stand to see people being successful? Trickle-down economy is not an economic theory nor principle. It is made up to keep people living in poverty in this perpetual uh, envious mode of anyone who is successful. Trickle-down economics, Rick, was used during the Reagan, uh, the Reagan era by people who never wanted to work and wanted the government to take care of them from cradle to the grave. Fortunately, that is not most people. So let me answer your question now. When small business owners do better in, in growing their business, more taxes are generated, which are sent to the federal government. There's also some benefits especially to Miami-Dade and Broward counties, because the federal government can fund training programs, healthcare initiatives, and housing development expansion rate with additional taxes, tax revenue, when small businesses are successful. It is to the person on government-assisted benefits when there are higher tax revenue coming from the federal government. So if a person is either temporarily on government assistance due to no fault of their own, such as a layoff, temporary disability, or permanent disability. It is a situation for the person when there is some money in the government coffer versus when there is less or no money if small businesses are suffering, Rick. That's my answer to you this morning. So though, that's my, my answer to your question, Rick. So I, I appreciate that. So basically, just to recap that, you're basically what you're saying is that uh, when small business owners do better, that the entire community has a potential to do better. And uh, even those people who are on government assistance, you know, maybe there's some things that can help them because the government, the federal government, the state government and the local government, they're getting more tax money. It's, it's, it's almost like that saying, uh, a rising tide raises all ships. So thank you for that, that answer, I appreciate it. And, I, and I'm sure the listeners appreciate it. So let me give you an example of my own personal situation. When I was laid off in 1998, I was able to take a $12,000 Cisco networking 
uh, class, and this is for the CCNA, the Cisco Certified Networking Associate class, for just the cost of the books and the lab fees. So I paid uh, $295 for a $12,000 uh, class of, uh, that was technical training because the economy was booming under Bill Clinton. And that money came because the, 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 the federal government was doing well, the, the state of California was doing well back then, <laughs> and, the, and the local uh, community was doing well. So those funds were available for me to, you know, come off of uh, being laid off and, and take this $12,000 class. That's a, that's a great example. That is a very, that's a great example, Rick. So, so let's talk about retirees because sometimes retirees, you know, they, sometimes they say, well, I'm immune from the stuff that's going on with, with the economy and I don't care who's in office because I'm getting my regular paycheck. I'm getting uh, my 401k from my accumulations. I'm getting a great pension. And so I don't care who run, who's the president. I don't care who's my congresswoman or congressman because I'm getting a, a stable paycheck. So how does a booming small business owner, how does a booming small business owner climate help retirees? Well, I'm going to start by saying this. We only need to look to what President Donald Trump achieved in his last two years in office. The stock market went from 17000 to 30000 in four years because of his economic plan, economic plan, lower taxes, bringing jobs back from China and Mexico, get the U.S. to supply its own energy needs with the Keystone Pipeline. People on pensions tend to worry less about the economy in the short term because their pensions are locked in. But people living on market sensitive retirement plans can run out of money if the economy is not doing well. Small business owner climate helps people live on fixed retirement incomes. Their lives are more stable and less unpredictable. That's right. People living on these pensions, just like you said, they should be concerned with who's their congressperson, who is the president, because some of these these uh, retirement plans that are based on the stock market can lose value. And that person who's thinking they're getting $4,000 or $5,000 a month in, in 2021, if someone who is not uh, supporting small business owner and, and economic growth, that money can trickle down to like $2,000 a month and it can you know, eventually go down to zero. So that's why retirees need to be concerned who their congressperson is. They need to be, be concerned that everyone in office is in support of a strong economy. So lastly, let's talk about immigrants. This is the easiest question to answer. Many immigrants come from Africa, India, Venezuela, or came from communist uh, Cuba, Vietnam, North Korea or China for a better life. The last thing these entrepreneurial immigrants want is to see an, an economic conditions in America similar to the economic conditions in their countries of birth. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, the the the, the immigrants, and I tell you, my my daughter-in-law is from Uganda, and uh, she's very excited uh, to be in America. My son married her year ago met her three years ago in Kenya and when she first came here she goes 
there is so much economic opportunity. There are so many things that you can do uh, to be successful. Now, since she's been here, she's actually slightly disappointed by seeing what uh, the Biden-Harris administration is doing. When she got here, uh, gas in Georgia was, I think it was a dollar sixty a gallon, and here in California, it was like a dollar ninety-five, or, or I'm sorry, <laughs> it, it, it was two ninety-five here in California. It was like a dollar sixty in Georgia. And now gas is a hit is hitting like four dollars and fifty cent here in California and some places in San Francisco and LA, five dollars a gallon. And the point is, and I'm I'm glad you came on to talk about the, these topics. The point is, is that the Biden Harris administration, along with your the person that you're running against, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, they have been silent on this economic downfall, this economic trend that we're seeing that are putting uh, more jobs at risk, causing more pain, misery, and destruction for small business owners. So I am so happy that you came on to the show to talk about uh, one of your top uh, platform items. And again, when you're, when you're ready to come back, we can discuss the same one or we can go to the next one. So Ruben, do you have any closing comments and how can listeners support Ruben Young for Congress in Florida District 23? Thank you, Rick. And now, I believe Democrats like Debbie Wasserman and Schultz had to accelerate the destructive scheme to take down the U.S. economy, primarily due to major progress achieved by President Donald J. Trump. I believe if Hillary Clinton would have won in 2016, America would be approaching this six-year of communist-like pain, misery, and economic destruction. Thank God for Donald Trump in these last four years for shining light on a diabolical scheme. Democrats like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Tony Fauci uh, are unloading on the American people in 2021. We can turn this ship around, but it's going to take all hands on deck. District 23 and people from around the U.S., I need your support to take Team Ruben Young five-point platform to District 23 residents and hopefully have enough, have other congressional candidates use the same messaging. One last thing about Donald Trump. I know that Donald Trump said the same thing over and over again. Make America great again. Since he walked down the elevator in Trump Tower when he was campaigning. I want to keep my message simple but powerful so that a hard-working hairstylist understand the message just like a person with a PhD. I need your financial support because I believe I can win District 23 from Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I believe words like success, economic growth, capitalism, small business ownership affect Democrats like Kryptonite did to Superman Rick. So I'm asking, please visit my website at ryoungforcongress.com and donate, even if it's just $5. My office number is 954-399-7699, and my staff return calls within the next business day. If you are a District 23 small business owner, I would love to hear from you, uh, hear from you and I'd love to hear your thoughts. 
So I just want to thank you, Rick, for having me as a guest. And I look forward to coming back on the Real People USA podcast to communicate the remaining three of the five team Ruben Young platform items. You really have a great platform for people like me. Again, my name is Ruben Young, running in Florida, District 23, congressional candidate running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and I approve this message. All right. Well, thank you, Ruben Young. And Ruben's website again is ryoungforcongress.com, and his office number is 954-399-7699. And if you want to be a guest on the Real People USA podcast to tell your story, please email Rick at rpusa at protonmail.com. Thank you, Ruben, and make it a great day. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for having me.